Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Talkie Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series. Yes, but through our own lens, which, you know, can be... Could be uh, very, very warm, like a like a soup, honey, like you know, or maybe just kind of like different parts lukewarm, different parts hot, different parts cold, like a badly warmed up casserole. It could be ice, ice cold, like a ice sculpture, like where vodka was poured, like in the early aughts. Remember when we go to like parties, and that was the thing. But at the end of the day, hopefully, mildly sweet. Yay! Hello, hello! All right, so today we're talking Low After Lockup, Season 5, Episode 10, Running From Love. Okay, Wa, I hmm. have a quick question for you. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. That's key. Oh, okay. If you have to, for the rest of your life, talk mm-hmm. in an accent, you mm-hmm. cannot speak a California word. It has to be phonetically from a place that is immediately identifiable, especially to the trained ear, but to just a layman, not from around these parts, for the rest of your life, that accent. And if you, of course, could give a little bit of it, that would be great. Wah. Yeah, silent, honey. She wants to be silent. She's a little aerial for the rest of her life on a silent retreat. No, I don't know. Well, well, you put me on the spot. So here's the here's the thing. Okay, so you can say it for if you want to say it first and get into it. You didn't. You put yourself on the spot. I just asked you the question. Okay, no, uh no, no. You're right. Okay, the problem is, is that when you say accent, sure, it's I don't want to do a person who speaks a different language speaking English. I want to do different English speakers accents. Does it, do you get what I'm saying? So like Australian, yes. South African. Yes, that's true. Uh, so that's what I was thinking. So then I'm like, damn, I would do British, but all the different dialects of Britain, the only one like I don't even, and the one that I kind of know, but don't know even well is like standard British because I watch a lot of period pieces. And as of late, I've been watching Poldock. And so that takes place in Cornwall. And in Cornwall, they have a slightly different accent than they do in London. But 
most of the characters that I'm listening to are a part of the aristocracy. And the other parts of them are the regular people who speaks like this. Tisn't right, tisn't fair, tisn't fit. And it's crazy. It's all over the place, right? So I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth, right? But the, the, the Black people who are in London or England, they don't sound like this. I don't know what they sound like. They don't sound like this, though, so it's weird. But then I could be Irish, which is even weirder <laughs> for a black person. And I know it's, I know there are black people there. <laughs> I know they are, but. Naima Campbell and Barrost. All these, there's like so many, like Pat McGrath, British people that are. Irish yeah. people that are. Are you talking about British, British people we were talking at first? Yes, but I'm saying I wanted to do Irish, but then I was like, oh, there are Irish black people, but I, I don't see them as often. So which one is the answer? It is standard British. Ah, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's you had, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had first said Australia, so I thought maybe you had you were going to pick Australian, like when you were going through them. Um, which is side note is I know you're a Drag Race fan, fan, and so is I'm our also friend a Amanda. Drag Race fan too. <laughs> I don't <laughs> a fay, honey, Drag Race fay. Uh, you could be a fairy for drag uh, for Drag Race, and I'm sure there's a lot. But anyway, uh, she told me that she was watching Caught, Caught in the Act, and uh, she was talking about how a way to and this is a fun game too, a way to get into an Australian woman's accent, especially if and I don't know if you knew this one, an Australian woman coming in and then saying. Oh no, in a shocked way. Or, or no. In, yes. So it's supposed to be if you could just say R and R. Like go ahead and say that. <laughs> R and R. See? R and R. Yeah, it is that. Courtney Act is her name. Courtney Act. Well, so yeah. Courtney Act. But I did then- it for 45 minutes. R and R. R and R. R and R. Oi, oi, oi. Do you know that we have some Eng- some British? There's some British people who listen to us. I was looking at our demographics, and it's two percent. I'll take it. I'll take it too. Two percent. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying, "Oh no!" Isn't that what you're saying? I'm supposed to be saying, "Oh no!" in an yeah, Australian accent, like. but I'm saying, "R and R, R and R, R and R." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got three oh three percent United Kingdom, one percent Australia, and one percent Malaysia. Isn't that crazy? I'll tell you right now. I just got that one percent from Australia. Absolutely horrified, and they're gone. So <laughs> obviously, they're not no longer there, uh, honey. Not they at all. They left but us. Let's talk about this episode. Love no. after lockup, and you know it was a great episode. I think in some ways, in some ways not. The ones that weren't great, let's just get them out of the way. Okay, let's set a timer. Let's do this game. They were so boring. Let's let's get them done in one minute. Chris, do you want to take thirty seconds and talk about? Okay, no. Yeah, no, I know. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Terrified. Look, I know. Terrified. I was like, this is what you were like. (laughs) (laughs) No, that that face. That face was. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. Let's do timer. Let's do one minute. And I'm going to set it and I'll show it to you. You've got, okay, you've got one minute to talk about Handy and Brittany. And I'll do one minute to talk about Key Rock and Brittany. 
Why can't I pick? No, first of all, I don't think Handy and Brittany is a horrible okay. couple that takes her. I want to do Anthony and Sharia. So you can do your minute for Key Rock and Brittany, which I believe in. But uh, Anthony and Sharia, I think, are absolutely meaningless in this segment. Okay. Absolutely. So I'll do it. That's I, fair. I almost feel like you give me, what do you think you want to give me? 30 seconds? I can do it less. What, do you, <laughs> what were you going to give me for Anthony and Sharia? Uh, okay. I was going to give you a minute. Okay. I can do it in 30. Okay. I, ready? I wait, wait. remember, remember, you have to know, do a minute because they have three scenes. They have. And also, um, you know, I talk fast. So like, what are you going to put? Okay. Wait a minute. Through? Yeah. Wait a minute. One what? minute. You have get home from the party. You have wake up for sparkly with sparkly makeup. On. You're going to do that part because I don't hit. I don't care so much about that part. And then I'll get into. Um, wait a minute. Wait, what are we talking job. about here? 15 seconds each. 15 seconds each. Three segments, 15 seconds each. You do this when you do the middle part. We have you a get... minute. We have a minute. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll cut to you and then you cut back to me when you want. I can do the bookends, okay? Because I don't care about this. I don't remember. Really. I, don't... I mean, it's like, shoot. okay, fine. I'll do it all. Give it, give it to me. Yeah, you do it all. Do it. One, fine. Fine. Okay, two, three, start. Okay, so they're obviously coming back from like, you know, of the party that no one showed up to on his side and everyone showed up to on her side. Her hair is still very much crimped. In the car, they're having to race back because remember, he has to get back before 1 a.m. like fucking Cinderella before his PO knows that he was, you know, uh, late. He's like being whatever. She's like, okay, when we get back, run, run, run. She gets back. She's like getting out of the car. She's like booking it towards up the stairs. He is moseying. He gets exactly in at one. And then finally, they're fine. You know, he like charges his phone. He, he's, he's chill. They go to bed. They wake up. She is perfectly made up honey perfectly made up the, the eyeshadow be sparkling it's like this it in her eyeball like it hurts it hurts in the morning she's like very much momming him he's like oh god bless she's like okay we're ready get ready for your uh job interview uh are you ready for the job interview he's like look she's a human resources uh professional she always has to be proving that which obviously we understand so then she does a mock interview and she's like what have you done he's like well there's the resume and she's just really low-key she's like well stop being low-key and then stop giving the resume uh, awkwardly in my hand and answer a question and you know what he's not gonna get a job <laughs> oh that's so funny and you're right he's not going to get that job i wouldn't mm -hmm. hire him at all he had no questions at the end no he doesn't want the job here's the thing this is the truth the best things you can possibly do is want something a little bit. Find the best in something. Find the beauty in something. I'm not saying everything is great, but, like, you will do your best if you care, you know, about everything. So, like, do your best if you can in the situation if you want something. And I'm like, if you don't want it, then don't do it. But, like, here's the thing. Other people do want certain things. And so you're – it's like don't waste your time if you don't like it. I mean, you know, at the same time, she does mommy him. So, okay. We don't talk about him more. I'm done. Okay, do you want to go ahead and do you want me to do this for you? Key do Rock you, and Brittany. Do you have your Key Rock and Brittany yeah. points? What do you want yep. to, so yeah, your Key Rock and Brittany points are what? The three uh, seconds or? Don't they have, God, didn't they only have one segment? Yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, that Godchild. So, so, I mean, do you still need a whole minute on this? Or nope, you think I'm you ready can, to go. Well, how much time do you want for it? Uh, 45 seconds. Okay, she says 45 seconds, everyone. 45 seconds. This is like name your tune, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, ready? And go. Okay, so 
Kirok wakes up and he has to call his best friend or the best friend calls him and we find out that he had Brittany go and get diapers and stuff for this little baby. The baby sparks Brittany's ovaries to cry in. So Brittany's like, oh my God, how cute. Kirok, don't you want that? And Kirok's like, no, girl. In fact, I don't even know if I want kids. So then they start having an argument back and forth of whether or not what marriage is made up. And he's like, marriage is made of two people. She's like, yeah, and a family. And he's like, I don't even know if I want kids. And she's like, what are you talking about? We have to start thinking about these things. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. And we're all like, oh, my God, thank God. We don't want to talk about it either. Thank you. Uh, honey. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, so. Except I'll tell you right now, we are going to talk about it because they're on the next season. <laughs> no, we're not doing it next season. I'm not doing it. Okay? You know, yeah, we, we, I'll be Who honest. Who do we want Listen. to come back? Who do we want? I'm not getting it back until Puppy and Amber are back. I'm going to tell you right now. If you are listening to this podcast and you really are like, I need this love after lock of con content from us, Wa needs your convincing because she's not into it. She doesn't feel like our numbers are up. She doesn't want to watch it. And so if you are like, this is this is the air I breathe. No, yeah, this is it. This is this is it for me. And without this, I don't know if I can go on. You have to get at us because we're not we're not sure if this is for us. Uh, but we, we'll do whatever it takes to keep um, our, our lovers alive. Um, <laughs> so now we have interesting people, at least to me, though, obviously, Wa wants to get rid of Handy and Brittany. So let's move on with Handy and Brittany. And then we have like other people. So Handy and Brittany. So we're hot off the fact that Brittany is done tired of Handy's controlling ways. And she's also gotten as much money as she thinks she possibly can from him in this moment. <laughs> uh, and so but she has entered this idea that she doesn't want to take the phone and she can't take the car because they're into the names. And it reeks of a past situation where someone else like got her arrested for ro rolling around with such. Or so she's run had run outside in the past we had seen her like talking to some person but what she's truly doing is just screaming at <laughs> cars like like a like a dog barking at you know like a passing car thinking <laughs> that people be like like you know like the, the person is like can't even hear her like this is a screaming homeless person like you know i mean not that homeless people are screaming you know it's like this person is like i don't know who why this person would be screaming at me in my car with my windows up i don't see how this person <laughs> could logically understand a realm in which i would pull over and be like are you talking to me and of course <laughs> you know i just it go it it's just but god bless so there's maybe that reeks of privilege you tell me but after that he handy walks over to her and he's like Brittany, what are you doing and she's like <laughs> can i borrow your phone and he's like why don't you use the your phone which is the phone i just gave you where is your phone and she's like it's in your car seat and he's like okay and gracie called and i had just told her everything was fine just so you know i, I totally lied i totally told her everything was fine everything's great between us I, I shouldn't have done it but i missed what happened she doesn't say that so she gets my phone with gracie and she's like hi gracie um can you get mom to pick me up at that? You know where the warehouse is? And like no. Gracie's, I don't know, giving a real Southern accent, but whatever. It's like great. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, let me see what street this is. It's Filibuster and Sylvester Street, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, where's a warehouse? A church and a warehouse and, and Filibuster and Sylvester Street. I'm going to be there in front of that warehouse church. <laughs> <laughs> Tell grandma. <laughs> okay. 
And then Gracie's like, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Just everything's fine. Just come on. Yes, exactly. Just like staring at Handy in the face. Everything's fine. <laughs> so then she goes with the film crew that's filming them, of course, to the warehouse church, whatever parking lot. And Handy pulls up, which is across the street, you know, whatever, God bless. And he's like, can I just can I just get in the car and can, just, can we just go home? What can I do? What can I do to possibly change your mind? She's just like, ah, <laughs> just me and you, no cameras, just me and you, just nothing. And she, he's like, the selfish me, the selfish me wants her to come with me because, you know, I know that I know what's right for her, but the unselfish me just wants to go somewhere and be by myself. Cause I'm not going to stay here looking like a dick because I got this house for the both of us, not just for me. Now that just had me going down the whole thing of like, is this Airbnb? What is this? How can you just pick up and leave? If you got this house for the both of y'all. And does that just mean that he got a house that was better than what he would have he he would have gotten, or that he just got a house and he put up that phony backsplash in the kitchen and was like, that was for her. That's her house too. He's so crazy. He's also like, I know this sniff when a, when an addict's gotta get out. I know that sniff. She's aching to get out. She's itching to get out, honey. And I know what it means. I just want to make sure the mom is the one that picks her up. And the mom was the one that picked her up. So I feel great. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah. horrifying. He, he took his cape off. He put it in the trunk and he got in the car and he went to, I guess, his real home. Is he paying double rent? What is going on? Now, we know as card carrying members professionals, of, mm -hmm. yes, that they are together <sighs> to this day. I mean, I don't, <sighs> know this, I don't know if this Monday, November 20th, if, it, if they made it to this day, but to the past week, they have been mm -hmm. spotted. So, mm -hmm. all right, baby boo. Honey bunnies. Do you want to move on? Mm hmm Okay. Let's talk about Mikey and Chelsea. Okay. Sure. Okay. So we start out this and we see that Mikey has himself a job, or at least he's doing something. He is riding a tractor or on some sort of farm machine, and he's getting some work done. And there's some, you know, music playing behind uh, him to let us know as audience that work is a happening. And he gets off and he's talking to a gentleman who, you know, has lost a few teeth. It's, it's, it is a hallmark, a calling card of love after lockdown. If you don't have at least one character on the screen at any, on any given episode that is missing a teeth or two, is it love after lockup? No, it's not. So mm -hmm. we find out that this is his, his pe me, grandma. Oh no, pe me, what is the, Papa? I was just trying to say. Grandpa. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know how it's Mima and it's like Peepa. No, it's not. He calls it's him Pat. P-A-T? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's his grandpa or his Papa. Yeah. And um, he's just been helping his grandpa on the ranch and, yeah. you know, whatnot. Then we have this fine ass man. That My God. Well, what? Lot of mercy. What with the hairline, the man bun? I mean that chesel jaw. I mean like the chesel jaw. We love a man with a chesel jaw. So many just—he's also a saint, honey, because he's pretty much the reason why Mike's alive. Because you mm -hmm. know, like Mikey was just like having fucking stroke on the goddamn floor, and no one was doing anything, and mm -hmm. this man was like, "Uh, this I mean, can someone fucking help this man?" And so, you know, they really like those three men talk about how jail doesn't do shit no they don't do shit no they don't do shit they won't do shit for you gotta really make sure because yeah they don't care they don't care they don't, they don't give it one shit you know so you're just like oh god bless these men have seen some things mm -hmm. uh at one point um mikey is putting spark plugs in the car 
he's like, I could get to Ohio and see Chelsea. I got to meet the dad. And the dad hates me. And the dad thinks that this eye drop tattoo means I killed a person. And we're like, oh, it doesn't? <laughs> but then man, hot man bun is like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that he would think that. And we were like, excuse me. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> buddies. Come on. I mean, like, yeah. here's the other thing. Don't get mad. I don't say this. It's so easy to remove tattoos now. Absolutely get that tear that teardrop tattoo removed. You have a daughter and like you can't be having a fucking teardrop tattoo. Like, I mean, you have to know also that it means you killed someone. So unless you're going to really showcase and want it to be known that you fucking killed someone or whatever, like or you're in some sort of I mean, it does register as that. Like, it's just I hate to say that you can't have like an there are certain symbols we have to understand mean something for someone else. I mean, I don't know. Is this mean for me to say? It's not mean, um, but I want to know how much the tattoo removal costs and if it's saving him from getting his butt kicked in other, like, what if in his community that him having that tattoo means that nobody messes with him, you know? Okay, maybe I'm trying, because I was trying to think, like, if this was a cultural, like, it's not a cultural thing for him, like, if this, if I wouldn't be, you know, obviously insensitive to something that was a culturally relevant symbol that you would use, but, like, to me, and maybe I should do more research, it just feels but, like a, you know, a, a gang gang sign in jail that like you've killed someone yeah, yeah I, I mean i think you're right but i i don't see that there, there might not be any reason for him to waste the money on getting it removed to what it's end? so tiny yeah you're right but it's like it feels to me that like it's so tiny that like i, I mean totally removed in like two sessions you know what do you the mean? First session, what do you how do you think he how do you think he met top button do you think they like met in elementary school or like junior high or no, something I think they were in the cellmate. They were they were cellmates together in the same prison. Oh, oh yeah, they were like sleeping in the same like they said like cog taught caught together almost basically. I mean, I don't oh, know about that. Yeah, so. Do you think well, they were yeah. like? Do you think they were? Do you think that they were like a ra in racist groups in prison? Absolutely. I know. Absolutely. My next door neighbor, Stacy, he was in the skinheads. It was so weird to find out skinhead and this is the man who like basically was the neighborhood like big homie and when he went to prison he had to become a skinhead and so one day i came to his house and you know he used to borrow tools from my dad and hang out with my dad all the time uh he was like hector but white uh, that's what i'm picking up you know mm -hmm. and then like my and then when he went to prison for like his like eight-year bid or whatever like my mom was the one who bought miss eleanor his grandmother who owned the house that he lived grew up in miss eleanor um like groceries and then would sit with her or i would go and sit with miss eleanor so when he got out he was like very grateful because he knew we were taking care of his grandmother and so you know hung out tough but then all the skinheads used to come over and then his brother kearney had like a meth lab in the garage it's like very dramatic and then the FBI tried to turn us against him and was like, yeah, he has like swastikas in his um, bedroom, which we knew. I mean, like, you know, unfortunately, with the turning demographics of West Covina in the 90s, he got caught up in a, like a white supremacy movement, but he was never rude to us. I have in my life never come across someone who was outwardly white supremacist. Oh, and I have. Stacy Kearney for sure. Kearney was like weird. And then he I was can't imagine your story. Like your story is crazy. Like that's crazy to hear. Like I just can't even imagine. Like I can't imagine your mom. Like I, you know, like that's, I can't even imagine. Like I can't imagine your story for obviously many reasons. I haven't even met someone that like could even claim that.
you oh, know yeah. it was like a weird thing because like the first time i got called the n-word i was walking home from school in west covina and like someone yelled it out the window and there was like a weird like so white supremacy like surgeons that happened and then they all went to prison because they were like selling meth and stuff mm, that was a weird seeing a raid i was like what's happening see so, like people jumping over the fence in the backyard yeah oh god but anyways yeah they came and knocked on our door like you have they have swastikas and we were like okay anyways how's miss eleanor is she okay <laughs> like we go over and after they take them away and they were like, look at this. It could have blow up the whole neighborhood. And we're like, okay, cops, we still don't trust you. We're black. So we're going to go take care of Miss Eleanor. Thank you. <laughs> weird. My God. Yeah. Um, but anywho. So yeah, I he 100%. Are they still there? Or like, what happened to that house? Oh, no, they're still there. Miss Eleanor, unfortunately, has gone on to, that you know, our sense. Heavenly that Father. That would make um, sense. Yeah, she's unfortunately gone on. But Stacy now has like a whole family and shit and is like living in the house. He's literally lived there his entire life. And so his, did his parents. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's got a family now and shit. And, you know, he's with the Latina lady, I think. Oh, no, she's not. She's white, but. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. But no, he's he was never truly racist. I think he just got caught up, but because he was always chill as fuck. Anywho, he's still, he's still a big homie. Uh, anywho, yeah. So anyways, like, love after lockup. That I, man is fine. That he meets a daughter and then he buys his daughter. Like, listen, why are you gonna tell that child that diamonds is real? Okay, she gonna go to school and be like, My daddy bought me this necklace, and it's also what is what is real rose gold? The rose gold is a plate, but then yeah, he said that he said they're, they're diamonds, they're real. At that point, I was like, But you didn't even have to do that part. Yeah, you didn't have to. All you had to say is, Look, if this is real. And it is real. It's a mm-hmm. real piece of jewelry that he gave that he yeah. gave his daughter. It's true. It's, it's not like made up. It's not an NFT. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's flesh and blood. It's a real piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. But that was a lie. But he did it cute. He's like, which hand? And now that I think about it, one hand is covered in tattoos. And, covered. You know, and one hand's not. And the little girl's like, not the one, the one that looks like a normal daddy hand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like. This was a very sad scene. So basically, we love this daughter so much, and she is raised well, and she is getting to spend time with her daddy, and he's, like, obviously going to go visit Chelsea and wants to move in there, and she doesn't want them to happen. And she expresses excitement that he is not going to go immediately propose to Chelsea on this trip, which, by the way, I think he he is, right? No. Okay. No. And then she, was... well, she won't even have sex with them yet, so it's actually kind of great. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. this story, they haven't yet. And so the daughter's like, "Oh, good, goody, 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 good, good, good." And I feel like that. I was like, "Oh, that's you, Chris. You could, you fully are like great. I don't want either of my parents to get remarried. Thank you." That's absolutely true. Oh, I want. <laughs> I wanted my mom to. Oh, you did? Oh yeah, I can get her off my hands. Uh, <laughs> and she someone did, and I was like, "Thank God." And then he divorced her. And I was like, "Oh no." So um. God bless. No. <laughs> so uh basically she's like, No, I don't want to, I don't want you to marry her because I want to live with you and I want all the attention. Of course, like she just got out of, you know, yeah, never seeing her dad, and like she's like enjoying being daddy's little girl so much, and now he's being taken away from her again. And she's like, Yeah, I feel like you're going to prison again. I feel like, you know, like it's just it's sad because as much as as nice as she used to Chelsea, she'll probably be like, Why? why aren't you without me you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is i always kind of feel like none of the, there's no good reason why a person should come out of prison and get into a relationship ever mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. never a time in which i feel like it's good for them to ever to just get up and move and go somewhere unless they're trying to get away from the environment that like hurt them mm-hmm. i always feel like it's better to like you know 
be with the children that you haven't ever really hung out with that much. Yep. Yep. um, Yep. So that's, oh, so then we also have a scene, which we kind of miss, which is between Chelsea and her dad and her dad talk about, you know, whatever, um, whatever he feels like as a Marine Mm -hmm. and loves, you know, jigsaw puzzles. Do you like puzzles? I love them. I rarely do them because I don't have a space to just like come to it and do it and then walk away. Yeah. Um, If I did, I would do them. Yeah. It's like you, that's absolutely saying, Hey, you know, I totally have a huge dining room table and no one eats with me every night or every morning. I have a, like I eat somewhere else with a nook or we in the couch or no one lives here Mm -hmm. to touch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I try to. And then, in the in the space that no one sits in in my parents' house, mm-hmm. the dining room table that n- literally not a soul eats at, my mother was like, "Um, are you gonna keep this here?" And I was like, "Are are you have you have plans for this space?" And she was like, "Uh, no, but I don't want this on my dining on my table." And I was like, "Cool, I'll take it down." But that's that's. That's why I don't do it. Um, but I, I would really want to. I have two puzzles that I haven't opened yet because of that. Oh, honey, I want to see. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Um, um, yeah. About- no, then um, her, her... Then the money thing. Like, he finds out that she has 5K, um, like, saved, and he asked her, like, how'd you save it? And she gets pissed off and doesn't want to tell him how he saved it. And I'm like, well, then why the fuck do you tell him you have that money? Yeah, that part was interesting. Yeah, he wants to make it seem like she should tell him because he's afraid that she did something illegal and he, mm-hmm. coming just out of prison, can't be, like, you know, messing up with anything, like, moving in with someone that's doing something illegal. Like, he's like, I don't know. Did she get it from Sugar Dead? Did she get it because she's turning tricks? And I was like, I mean, is this real? Did she get it from being something, like, what? First of all, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's... it's- it's, it's unlikely that she's done all of this. It's true. But also, like, don't tell people your fi- your money biz. I would never ask, but I've never been in a relationship. So I can't, I don't know if, if it's any, like, if somebody were to be like, hey, how'd you, how did you get $5,000? I would be like, what do you mean? I have a job. That would, that would be my, right. that would be my, like, thing of like, oh, I, I, I have a job. But also, like, I wouldn't tell them. You're just my boyfriend. Like, you're not my husband. There's no reason for me to tell you about my finances. Yeah, I mean, really, especially if you have children. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh. Like, I don't know if he was like, well, I don't have the money for it. And she's like, well, I don't have the money for it. And he, then he was like, and then, he, I, I mean, I don't know if she had to, like, feel like she had to be like, well, this $5,000. I mean, I don't know if she, like, gave up too much of her information or, see, the thing about it is when she goes and meets her dad, her way of telling her dad that this one, this guy's good because he hates Mike and she wants him to like Mike is being like, Mike t- has a job. He has his own money. He's not after me and my money because mm-hmm. Chelsea has this whole thing where she was used for things before in her past. And that's one of the reasons why your dad like hates anyone Every that comes guy. in contact with her. Yeah. And so this, this conversation where he's now being hyper controlling of her money that he has no rhyme or reason to, he didn't give it to her and they're not together is interesting because I don't buy the fact that he truly thinks that she's doing something nefarious to get it. Correct. I don't buy that either, but I also think Chris, right. as consummate professional card carrying daddy's girls, how has Chelsea ended up with such shitbag men when her when her and her father have a relationship? They don't have a good one. Just because they're talking now doesn't mean they have a good relationship. She's pointing. 
she's pointing at my face uh, in a way of like, I see you, I get you, and thank you. And yeah, no, I mean, I, I looked at this man, I saw his house, and it was in, it, I don't like this person. Yep. So anyway, okay, well, so. We, we what, we do know, what we do know is he's proud to be an American. And at least he knows he's free. And the shirt he's wearing was copywritten somehow because they couldn't show it. And I said, mm. what, what is that man wearing that where we can't see it? When Mikey was like, you know, talking to his hot man friend and his, you know, Pat grandpa and like, you know, changing the spark plugs, he has his shirt was inside out. And I was like, is there something on this man's shirt that like was it a Nike logo? And they were like, quickly take it off, turn it back in. You know, that's like the <laughs> production way of saving a cute few bucks. Yeah. And uh, blurring, blurring fees. Red and joy. know me, y'all. OK. Br- brought no joy to me, says Wah. Yes. So these fools get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah they're, yeah they're leaving in the in the car right oh yeah no no they're leaving in the car i'm afraid they start fight in the beds while they're packing so i thought they were getting up so they're leaving and they're like that's crazy that's crazy and she's like i didn't even feel welcome they were saying who's joy she doesn't even belong here to be honest i don't think i even want to come back and visit but you can come back and he's like, man, that's crazy. So I think it's the next morning. Remind me, did anything else happen after that? When she's doing that, he's texting that crazy ass other woman. Okay. And she's like, look at you always on the phone. You know, when we're talking about something important. And he's just like, hey, 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 talking to that person that he was getting the haircut and talking to. And then she's also mad at him because his mother had dropped, spilled the beans or whatever. No, yeah the milk jug about him getting money from other females in prison right mm-hmm. and um she's like why couldn't you have told me that and he's like i was gonna you don't want to do it my way face to face you know and she's mm-hmm. like and he's like look look i yeah listen sometimes when you wouldn't give me money i would talk to other girls and over and all you know about only half the time did i even like actually video them and she's like that means half the time you did video them he's like no that's not what i said he's like she's like, she's she's like what you said he's like no <laughs> not even half the time she's like, you didn't say that and it's she's like i can do math Half and half is a whole. So if you said half of the time you didn't, that means half of the time you did. <laughs> it's wild. And he's just like, he, she's so, she starts obviously boohooing and crying. I mean, you know, and she's also upset because he has kept all of the naked like the naked pics from the women he would talk to in prison that also would send him money which is in a photo album <laughs> chris in a photo album like a photo album from 96 with the like plastic film that you would get developed at a walgreens that's true i have one i, I have one very close that i could pull and show show our audience on Patreon at patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. And she goes through it and she's like, not me, not me. This is not me either. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so basically he then meets up with that woman from the thing and she looks bananas in real life i mean she's a you know what a what a yeah, interesting i, I mean drug, he his types are I all over the he is, he doesn't he's just she looks he he's like me I, he doesn't have a type 
I can't even what he's just so happy to put his peeny in weenie in he got a um he he got mad at her because she was like trying to pack up and she was arguing with him about it and he's just like man you act like you ain't never done anything and she's like okay bring it up again i already said i was sorry for that and he leaves he's like man i'm gonna go have a smoke meanwhile he calls that bitty that bitty comes and picks him up in no time flat she was waiting in the wings girl she was waiting for her cue Mm -hmm. okay she was listening out waiting for her cue to go on stage so she picks him up they go around he's like can i kiss you can i bite you the whole time every time he's like can i kiss you i was like she's like i want to mark you and i was like and then uh then joy is like where is he so she i don't know must attract him on the phone this part was interesting because i wanted them to explain this a little more because yeah we don't like this I was like, okay, she's either tracking on the phone or the producers are telling her or the fact that she can just see where the producers are because basically this crazy pasty lady and this man go into like a Chevron and then they park like in a stall and then Joy like runs up and they're like making out. He's like giving her a hookie at the time and she like rolls around. And he's like, ah, Joy. And like she like is like, where are you guys? You know, like she doesn't really know they're there. It's like she knows they're there, but she doesn't see like we don't the editor didn't do a good job of linear. Like it wasn't like you see Joy be like, and then you see like her be like, is that like you know, like you don't because she doesn't know that he's in a car with this woman, I guess. So that's what's confusing. Like she doesn't know what the car with this pacey lily lady looks like. So then they pull out. And they go to a hotel where they're just going to bone in. And then the next shot is Joy Nomi in the parking lot of that hotel. And we're like, well, is there an air tag on him? How does she know he's here? (laughs) We don't know where she's at. And then she's like, he's just like everyone else. Just leaves me without any regards to my feelings. And so, yeah, she's just feeling really abandoned by him. The fact that he could just get upset and just say he's going to go smoke a cigarette and completely just leave her and ignore her and not answer her phone. She's uh, answered his phone. She's called him what she says like 30 times. And then finally he answers her. And he's like, I'm at my mom's house. And so she's like, cool. So she has a plan that she is fed up. She's going back to New Mexico alone and she's going to drop his shit off and she's going to leave him there. And that's exactly what she does, which is so shocking to us and Red. Yeah. Red is fully not expecting her to do that. He's like, he feels kind of justified in his behavior. He says that he, what he did was wrong. But he's like, man, not only did she cheat on me with one person, two Not people, a one, a not a two. Not a three people. <laughs> um, uh, how many licks does it take? Anyways, and so he's like, man, like, give me a second. Like, I deserve to be able to just go out into the world and bang it out. Yeah. And I've been in jail for 10 years. And to a certain degree, like, I kind of agree with You're him. <laughs> I agree with him. What do you do? I mean, you know, it's just... It's reason like in reason fourteen billion why someone out of prison shouldn't have to be like in a relationship beholden to someone else in a relationship because what they have to do is get their lives and minds and lives right and it's just it's that's hard to do period can mm-hmm. you imagine first of all I tried to do that every goddamn day of my life and I didn't just like come out of a whole situation where you know my my freedom was taken from me and I have to readjust to society and everything yeah. so Chris tries to get her life her mind. And her life together. 
same thing. <laughs> um, uh, my body, my face, stay prepped. So she's gonna have to get it ready together. Do you hear that, bitches? Bitches. <laughs> anyway, so all right, let's move on to. I mean, yeah, that's basically you know that was great. We actually also said this. I was really happy for Joy because obviously she has zero self esteem and everything she does is comes from a place of truly hating herself and feeling she is not worthy enough. And then for this one moment, we're like, oh my god, she's happy. She's get get it. But I just don't know if it's real. Like when he when she was like, just get your shit, and then he had the audacity to like open up the back door and try and get in. She's like, no, Red, Red, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sozy wozies, here we are. Let's move on the wonsies to oh, Louie and Melissa. Now this felt very strange. And listen, I would like to give Donna a Golden Globe, if not a Golden Globe, I would like to give her a screeny or whatever, something just like basic for reality TV, because this whole introductory of like uh, Michelle and her dumb hair. Um, <laughs> what part of California do we think Michelle is from? I think she's from like, no, I think she's like from Anaheim or like, yeah, or like, like what's another Orange County? Not Tustin. She's like from. Uh, it's not it's like Huntington Beach is too coastal, so she'd have to be. From... Yeah, yeah, she's not. She's inland. She's more inland. She's like from. Let me look at the a map. <laughs> when she said from California, I was like, okay, I'm feeling it. Like, like where's Sublime from? They're from Long Beach, not Long Beach. She's not a coastal city. She's oh, why can't I think of these effing places? It's like, yeah, Anaheim, Tustin, Santa Ana. Um, Santa Ana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like from Santa Ana or Orange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that. This She's is like if you vibe. are a podcast listener, you're like, what the fuck are these bitches talking about? And it's just I just very nuanced Southern California banter. It's We're really sorry. Super, super nuanced. And I'm not sorry <laughs> one bit. You'll be fine. Uh I would give her Santa Ana a hundred percent. I by the way, you know, Santana is definitely where I went to high school. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otter Day. Mater Day. Do you know about um? I know know about storied monarch. I know storied careers of football legacies and high school form that did me no good because I was a theater nerd, and um, so the money went to them and not to me. Is that what you're talking about? No, I was going to ask you about because I only know about like Bishop Amont. That is a Catholic school by where I lived. Uh So do you know about Bishop Amont? Yeah, I think we played them and definitely would have won. We're CIF Division One champions. I mean, there's no one better. We even won against Sierra. Uh, I want you to know right now that I don't give a shit. Okay, I know. I don't care. I don't care. But I'm just asking about like the. I'm just asking about like the Catholic high schools that I would have known of. So like Bishop Amont, and then there's like another one. There's like a Saint Lucy's. That's an all girls school. You know about yeah, Saint Lucy's. Yeah, we played them in football. <laughs> I don't. Uh, what? What's the boy one? There's Saint Lucy's, and then there's a boy Servite. one. Huh? Servite. Oh no, never mind. It's okay. Let's move on. St. John Bosco's? Bosco. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Anyways, I didn't really know about that world, but I do know I something. Know. So I was just trying to relate to you and say, like, I don't know, but like these are the schools that I've heard of. But you want to Yeah, and I'm relating to you by being like, we're better than them. Yeah. Okay. So we would want against Sierra Canyon, which is like Okay, oh, girl. Who cares about the footballs? Oh, Jesus. Well, you really let me want to have one thing in my life. Okay, good. <laughs> 
so let's talk about them. So then obviously he's getting his teeths, you know, and so this whole thing is weird where it's like what Melissa's mad about is the fact that he hasn't gotten like a white collar executive job yet with his broken mouth and like saved enough money and become a a completely <laughs> different person, not the person that she quote unquote fell in love with, a completely different responsible man that's never been the person Louis has been who's separate from his mother to uh-huh. be like on his way to get himself to Jersey. But what she has done is just for some reason not understand how expensive that mouth would be to fix. And then she's like mommied him and then given him money for that. And now he lives with Donna where she's going to like nurse him back from this teeth extraction surgery and he's <laughs> flipping pizzas and she is like, you know what, Louie? Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm not going to be able, a big emergency happened at work. An emergency happened. And when, when things happen, there's only one person they could go to, to get the mail delivered. It's me. I literally wrote down a postal emergency question mark. And then he ends up saying it later on, which I was so annoyed by, but also happy by because it's so fucking stupid. No, you don't have to be at work. You can just say you need time. Are you, what are you, what are you like the, I don't understand what position you are. She's a carrier. So she has rights. (laughs) One, there's no emergency. Two, she's mad at him for like Donna taking care of him or I don't know. And then Donna's mad. Show the picture. Do you have the picture of like all the shit in her house? That's like wild. Why does she have all Does She just come from the grocery store and we don't have it pictured here, but in front of that refrigerator behind her, it's just a bunch of stuff on the ground. I'm like, ma'am, I get it. You let the camera crew in your house, but it is clutter McGee in that home. Donna's like, I'm going to make sure that when you get out of the surgery, you can have all the soft food. So here's Kool-Aid flavor jello and all the progressive chicken noodle soups. Don't worry. The chicken noodle soup isn't isn't soft enough. So what I'm going to do is put it all into a blender with the Kool-Aid jello. I'm going to put it on, mix it. We're going to mash which is Italian, I guess, for mash. Make sure it's nice and mash for my baby boy and his new mouthies. And oh then, then that's when Melissa calls. She's like, oh, fuck, Melissa. Like, how could you even like her? She hates me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, the woman that's paying for your son's new mouth? Yes. First of all. So that he can get a job. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, that's when Melissa's like, I can't come. And I think it's weird. And then he eats his mom's like kind of like brown chicken. He likes the brown chicken. <laughs> okay, so what? <laughs> There you go. That was unidentifiable meat. It wasn't chicken or it was pork. I don't know. Maybe it was veal. Um, So later on, then they're at, they go to get the teeth done. And this is a weird situation where the dentist comes out and it's like, Hey, guess what? The water's off in the building. No, it's like a weird water man main break. That's going to be fixed maybe or not in 30 minutes. So just sit here. No one called you. That makes sense. It's this surgery is $5 billion. Okay. Uh, And then he, so then he calls Melissa and Melissa picks up immediately and he's like, hey, Melissa, where are you? She's like, uh, uh, work. Look, work. Like I said, like I was at work, you know, not in her uniform, like her hair down. He's like, oh, you know, where she's like, where are you? And he's like, you know, getting my teeth fucking fixed. And she's like, yeah, it's it, weird because I don't know if it's going to happen. She's like, oh, well, uh, who are you with? And he's like, what do you mean who I'm with? Like, he's, he's like, why are you even bringing up who I'm with? Because she's, of course, bringing it up because he she's mad that he just didn't go to, I think, surgery by himself. 
Yeah, it's I like, don't know. or that she's mad that he's not more of a man that got like Dan or a male friend. It's like she's mad that he's such a mama boy and he doesn't know it enough to like do anything to fix it, like separate himself or disconnect himself. But he's not. He's living with his mom. Mom's gonna take him to surgery. Mom's gonna make Kool Aid, you know, chicken soup mash for him. You know, like all of it. Why? Yeah, it's so weird. So then he's like, our, his, mom is yelling in this ear. Melissa's on the phone complaining. So he gets up to go outside and then he FaceTimes her and he says, I'm going to FaceTime you. So he mm -hmm. FaceTimes her. She mm -hmm. answers the phone, not in a uniform. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, uh, nothing. And he's like, you're not at work. And she's like, no, actually, I decided not to come. It's too much for me. Let's take a break. And he's like, what the fuck? So you're breaking up with me? And she's like, no, let's take a break. And he's like, she's like, I need you to be more manly. You all, Chris just, uh, I'm going to do the rest of the uh, podcast by myself. She had an emergency, as you can hear. Uh, she completely just like jumped off the couch and <laughs> uh, no, uh, she just has mic issues. So anyways, uh, anywho, so yeah, so she, he's like, listen, I'm going to be a man and I'm going to do something. And so he hangs up on her. And then Donna starts to flirt with the receptionist in order to get Louie in good with her. And then Louie asks the receptionist out on a date. And he, the receptionist is like, I will maybe think about going out with you. Mainly because I just met your girlfriend. Okay. Can you, if this receptionist named Michelle, is this Michelle? Yeah. Michelle from Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Michelle, who has a top knot on the top of her head. You know who she would look great with? Dan, mm -hmm. Mikey's friend, who has that man bun. Boy, do they no. really look, enjoy look, like look, a top. Look. No, it's a tight up hairstyle. Yeah, so that's basically what happens there. Yeah, Melissa seems over it. You know, I think that she's just like, yeah, like, I, you know, I'm just your mom, you know, and like, I don't want to turn into Donna, you know, and they're basically bossy Italian women. But mm -hmm. I did love Donna using some Italian this episode. Mm -hmm. It was, the, it was, it was ideal. But Donna also, yeah, like, the fact that Donna wouldn't have any gratitude for Melissa paying $5,000 for your son not to have a mouthful of, like, <laughs> domino pieces is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. But Donna's crazy. So it tracks. You're right. All right. So is that all you have to say about them, babe? Yeah, that's all I have to say about them, babe. <laughs> Why are you being funny? <laughs> I'm fun. <laughs> okay, so that's all we have to say, babes. Thank you so much for going on this journey with us. And, you know, we obviously really, really like you. And mm -hmm. um, we want you to be our friend. And we mm -hmm. want you to give us five stars. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't want to give us five stars, mm -hmm. we're just going to tell you, you know. Oh, no! Just keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> but you can also follow us on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok. Shut up. <laughs> at docu sweeties at docu sweeties one on x slash twitter if we ever think about that thing again and then the facebook group that's the docu sweeties podcast facebook group so uh that all exists for your perusal and your joinal and your following subscribing and liking and we love you so much and then at the same time you also could see us in this moment how uh, how you could do so on patreon.com slash docusweeties it's ten dollars a month you get the visuals of what you're listening to and you also get exclusive content including a live every first monday of the month so if you have a little extra cash and you want to support your girls please go to patreon.com slash docusweeties and join our patreon and you know you guys have a good one all right. Bye. Bye.